I've chosen to build an entire business that empowers people to use their voice. And yet for a season, I felt like I had to just quiet my own voice because I was so paralyzed in how to then re-show up online. And then it was like instantly, it just like, whew, kind of overcame me. I was so exhausted and I was like, I got nothing left to give. You're listening to the Brand Vibe Podcast, where we highlight the stories, strategies, successes, and yes, the struggles of what it takes to not just build a business, but an iconic brand all around the life that you want to lead. I'm your host, Nicole Nieves, brand consultant, marketing maven, and highly caffeinated mom to three growing boys. After 15 years of being a corporate exec, I went from having a boss to being a boss by finally stepping into my CEO power. So if you're ready to do the same, then grab a glass of wine, got pickle neche, or whatever you're into these days, and let's catch a vibe. Welcome back to the Brand Vibe Podcast. This is episode nine. Hey, quick favor. If you like what you hear, will you rate, review, and follow this podcast? Go ahead and share it with all of your friends. Your support to this movement means the world, and honestly, it makes all of the difference. So thank you for your support, and let's get into it. Have you ever had something happen to you in your life that was completely out of your control but totally change the trajectory of where you thought you were headed or what your perception is on life. Maybe it was a job loss or a change in career, maybe a health scare or a pregnancy surprise. Whatever the case is, how you handle that as a creator, as a personal brand, as an entrepreneur especially, is quite tricky, but really necessary to understand how to bring your audience in along the process and then how to feel like you're ready to step into what's ahead and how you want to treat that. That is what this episode is all about because as we're building personal brands, it's really unique because we are the brand. Our face is the face of the brand. And as we go through things personally, we can face one of two options. We either deal with it in an isolated way that doesn't bring our audience in on the process or we are super transparent about everything and we're even crying on camera and it's kind of these two extremes, but what if we could find a happy medium? What if there was a middle center to that and a way to be able to process it where you can still authentically show up how and when you want in a way that allows you to personally deal with things in the way that you need to while still showing up for your audience in the way that they need. So today we're diving into all of that because personally I have gone through that this year. It's been almost six months at this point. It was summer of 2022 where our family really went through something very traumatic and we took the time to deal with it as a family. But at the same time, it was also a very public spectacle because we needed to be able to leverage the public forum, the opportunity for people to know what was happening, to be able to demand change. At the same time, that it brought about so many things that just were really kind of unexpected, didn't quite really understand how to process and deal with that as both a mother and a human and a personal brand and an entrepreneur and a leader and an educator. 
And now, six months later, I'm ready to talk about it. So let's dive into it. I have three specific things that I want to share with you in terms of how you can deal with something very similar, how it's really shaped who I am, and how you can leverage a situation like this in a positive way to share your story with the world, because that is what people are bought into when they are bought into you as a personal brand, when they're bought into you as an entrepreneur. And frankly, these are situations that really shape who we are, and we can't fall back on who we were before, we have to lean into who we are becoming. And this evolution of that is something that can be so beautifully shared with your audience. But we're going to walk through three ways to process that both in your personal life, in your business, and essentially in your mindset and in your soul. So let's go ahead and dive in. So as a recap for anyone who is not really aware of things that have happened to our family, I did a podcast episode on this. I talked about it on social, so you can go back and get all of the details. But really quick summary, my 14-year-old son was attacked by a Chicago police sergeant who happened to be off duty that day. He went and laid his hand on my son's arm, body slammed him, knelt down on him, and held him, assuming that my son stole his son's bike. Now, my son had his own bike with him. He was on his orange bike. You can actually see this in the video. It was the bravery of the Gen Z boys that my son was with, his friends that stood up to this man, that pulled my son up from underneath the force of the Chicago police sergeant. We are in the middle right now of court battle. And that frankly is thanks to going public with this video. One of my son's friend saw what was happening, pulled out his phone, recorded what was going on. And we as a family made a very tough decision with my son's input because he's 14, right? This is his life. And we really wanted to make sure that he was able to speak into this decision and decided to publicly put this video online. I run a personal branding agency I have a platform on Instagram, on TikTok, I have a podcast, a YouTube channel, and I really firmly believe that we as human beings have a message to share with the world. It's such an empowering age to be a part of. It's this new era of representation that we get to have of ourselves. We get to tell our own narrative. We get to share our stories with the world. We get to build these personal brands. And so I was in a position, number one, of having the knowledge of what it takes to communicate a message and, and get that, you know, well spread throughout the globe, really. But secondly, in a position where I already had an audience built in who I knew were aligned to my brand values of inclusivity and equity and standing for what's right. And so I really felt like it would be a dumb thing for me, frankly, like no eloquent way of saying it. I feel like it would have been a dumb thing for me to not leverage this platform. We knew that this was our way to get this message out there. And it was frankly, the only way to really bring about justice because the way that things were going, we were not having hope in the system at that point that anything was going to be done. So we put the video online and thankfully it did go viral, like massively viral on Instagram. It got over a million views on TikTok. It was almost 20 million views. It was circulated all across media. It was all over other people's platforms and channels. And even still, it was on TMZ and all of these like massive media sites that had huge reaches. And it still took a solid six weeks to even bring 
charges forth. There were two charges that were brought, one for police misconduct and one for the assault of a minor. And so we were very, very grateful that we did see charges come through because there are a lot of parents and moms and children in this situation who didn't have that type of justice. So we were grateful, right, that that the right charges got put forth. But now we're literally in the middle of a massive legal battle. It was a huge situation that happened. It obviously completely rocked our entire family. And I used my business platforms to amplify the message and get that story told so we could actually see justice. And I'm so grateful to have made that decision because we wouldn't be where we are right now. And it was the right one to go with. But I also have a business to run. And I also have an audience that is here for personal branding and marketing education. And now I have this influx of new followers by the thousands that were now here waiting for updates, looking for justice, really fighting and standing with our family. And so I'm so grateful for that. But frankly, it paralyzed me in a lot of ways in my business. I wasn't sure how to really show up online. Like it felt so awkward to just jump back into marketing. We had a ton of new inquiries that were coming our way, which we were so grateful for. But I personally was not in a place to take on sales calls and to try to close new business and onboard new clients and really deal with all that while I was in the thick of the unknown of what was happening to our family. And this is why I'm sharing this episode, right? Like, I'm not the only one who's dealing with hardships, right? I'm not the only one who has been going through something pretty traumatic in my life. And yet as entrepreneurs, we feel this pressure to have to show up in a certain way and, or we completely crumble and just decide like, I'm going to burn this to the ground. This isn't important. Like I'm just going to focus over here. How do we find this balance between personally dealing with the crap that we're going through and showing up in a space that brings us joy and allows us to move forward and really like excites us on the work that we're doing. And so I had a couple of ways that I strategically chose to deal with this situation. And now six months later, I'm ready to talk about that, ready to share it with you because as I'm rounding out 2022, really planning 2023, I'm so excited about where I'm headed into this next year, but I still have all this personal stuff that I'm dealing with at the same time. And for me, I really want to be able to now showcase how this has changed my life, how this situation has allowed me to feel even more empowered in the work that I do, in the clients that I serve, and how I can help you take these moments of grief or of trauma or of hardships or of just crappy situations you didn't anticipate or don't necessarily know how to deal with and figure out how to use it in a way that makes you stronger and makes you really tap into that power in a greater capacity. So let's go ahead and dive into three particular ways that we can do that. We're going to kick off by talking about you personally. First and foremost, before you are a business owner, before you are a creator, before you are a personal brand, you are a human being. You are a mother, maybe a father, maybe a spouse, a daughter, a friend. You are processing things internally. You are processing things within your relationships. And it's so critical and important in those moments to think about you, but it's so hard 
to do that because what happens in these moments is you get so much support around you, right? And you're so insanely grateful to that that you almost like immediately want to pour back out. That's what we felt. Our entire community stepped up. They had an orange ribbon kind of campaign, if you will, where people were hanging them around their houses just in solidarity, standing with our family and constantly asking how they can help us. And they were flooding my DMs and flooding our messages. And I wanted to like immediately pour back into them and make sure they knew how grateful I was, but I wasn't ready. And that's okay. When you're in these moments, people around you who love you and who care about you, they will step up. Let them do that. We said no to a lot of things and said yes to a lot of things and then didn't respond to a lot of things. And there was a lot of guilt that came with that at first. But ultimately, I realized like these people are here to help me. They just really wanted to share that they were with me. They just wanted to share that they were around our family. They just wanted us to know. And so don't feel like you have to respond to everyone. Take the time that you need to just personally process and deal with things for yourself and for your family. I have three boys, right? So I had to be present, of course, to my oldest who this happened to, but to my other boys as well that this was affecting. And their friends were talking about it when they came back to school and they were seeing this video going viral online. And so I had to be there for them. And then at the same time, I had to personally deal with this as a human, right? Like (laughs) what in everything that happened. Like I remember there being a weekend where I just disappeared. I booked a hotel in Chicago. I didn't disappear off the face of the earth, but I booked a hotel in downtown down Chicago. That's where we're from. And I just left for two or three days. I can't even remember, but I have to be able to process a lot of these things in a quiet space by myself. And thank goodness I have a husband who's understanding of that and children who are understanding of that. That probably was the weekend that really allowed me, like totally shifted the downward spiral. I feel like I was headed with the weight of everything that was going down and allowed me to pull back up because I took the moment to prioritize prioritize myself. And that is so critical and kind of counter to how you tend to want to deal with things in these situations because there's so much support around you. At the same time, you have to give yourself grace. Inevitably, like you're going to think about what I could have done differently. The amount of times that I was like, I shouldn't have let him go hang out with his friends that day, or I should have made him come home for dinner earlier, or you know, I should have dropped him off instead of letting him ride his bike everywhere. Like all the shoulda, coulda, wouldas are going to go through your head on what you could have done differently. But the reality is what was meant to happen that day happened that day, period. And that's what I had to come to grips with. You know, my, my faith is in God. I come from a Christian background. And for me, I'm like, God allowed this situation for a reason, whether or not he was on his bike, not on his bike, whether I dropped him off somewhere or didn't, it was meant to happen. And so now I have to deal with this and also trust that what is going to come from this is going to be so intentional and purposeful and for bigger reasons that I can't quite figure out. And that took a while to get to. And until I was able to get to that point, I just had to keep reminding myself, like, give yourself grace, give yourself grace, because this is not your fault. And to be given that freedom and permission and reminder, like, this isn't my fault. This isn't his fault. Like, this isn't anyone's fault of ours, right? This is a man who knew better and made the wrong decision, like, and now needs to be held accountable to those actions. But I don't need to add on to my own grief through guilt of what I could have done differently. And last, 
I had to protect my peace so fiercely because this was so public for us. And we had 20 plus million sets of eyes all around the world who were on it. And when I say all around the world, I mean all around the world. People from Ireland, from India, from Dublin, like they were telling me that it was on the radios. It was on every single Spanish station you can imagine. It was in Puerto Rico and in Mexico, from Canada to everywhere in the United States. Like it really became a global story. And my inbox, my DMs was flooded by the hundreds every single day. And the majority were very positive, but a lot of them significant enough to make an impact were very negative and would tear us down. And definitely the trolls were out and people were against us. And that was just in my DMs, let alone news articles that would come out. And then you'd see the comments of the news articles and people would be bickering back and forth with each other and their judgment on our family that they didn't know. Like, what do you know about my parenting style? Like, what do you know about my family? What in the world do you know about my son who happens to be a straight A honor roll student who is now in high school taking AP classes, who goes to church on Sunday and is a part of a youth group. Like you don't know anything about my family. You know what I mean? Like you don't know my life. You don't know his life to be like sitting here and putting your two sons in a situation that has zero to do with you. And it would piss me off. Like (laughs) I would see that and I'd be like, okay, this news outlet covered it because at this point I cared about the news outlets that were covering it because we didn't have justice. There was nothing happening to this man. He was getting away with everything and we were dealing with all this. And so I wanted to see that. I wanted to see the article circulated. I wanted to see that there was a message. I wanted the state of Illinois to see that so that they would bring down charges in a way that they needed. And so for me, I would see that and then I'd see all these comments and I'd go in my DMs and I'd want to thank people and I want to respond to people. And then I'd, it would be flooded with hate messages and swear words and take tearing me down and calling me every single name in the book that you can think of. And it's like, you know, you want to sit there and say, don't worry about the haters and everybody's going to be online and just ignore them. But when it's in your messages by the hundreds for days, for weeks, for months, it's exhausting and it's discouraging and frustrating and it takes so much, so much to bite your tongue. We didn't respond to not one of those messages. We did not respond to one of those messages and hate. We didn't respond with trying to prove ourselves. I wasn't trying to tell my side of the story to every single comment, any negative DM we just ignored. Like I I literally had to have a shield to just let that bounce off of. And we had to hold our tongue and approach everything from a sense of poise and grace because we had to rise above. We were fighting. Don't get me wrong. We were fighting, but we were fighting the right way. We weren't doing it with our words to tear down other people. We weren't doing it in a way that was combative. We didn't use violence, unlike the violence that was used against my son. We used the resources that were available around us. We used my platform. We used our voice. We used our intelligence. We used our education. We stood up and we did press releases showcasing our stance on the situation, talking with grace and with eloquence. Frankly, I have no idea, like, honestly, just all God, because there were so many things that I wanted to say. And I would get in these moments and it would be like, I would be instantly composed and instantly focused fighting the right way, you know? And so when you are in these moments, 
When the haters come through, when the trolls are online, I get that it's not that easy to just like roll it off. But what you have to do is you have to protect your peace. You have to protect your peace. And so for me, that meant that I turned off all my notifications. I was not in any of my DMs at all. I immediately had someone on my team who was managing the DMs and then they would send me messages that they felt like I should respond to, media requests and such that were legitimate. If it was personal messages that they wanted to make sure that I saw, they left it on unread. Like I figured out how to choose to shut things off. And if you don't have a team, maybe this is the time when you're going through something like this that you do find someone that can help you with this. It could be a sister or a mother. It doesn't have to be a, a person on your team, but sometimes that does have to be someone that is not you who can help you kind of filter through these messages. At the same time, I also was very public in my stories and we did a couple lives with my husband where I just told people this, you know, like it's been really difficult for me to respond to every single message, one, because there's a lot, but two, because I need to protect my peace right now. And so if you're in my inbox and you're sending me things like I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful, but I'm not going to respond to everything. It's just a level of transparency that allows you to control the narrative for your life, for what you're dealing with without having to respond to every, every single thing. That's what matters first and foremost, is that you find a way to protect your peace in these situations. And that kind of brings me into the second thing, which is around your business. So when it comes to your business, you don't owe anyone anything. Let me say that again. Just because you run a personal brand, just because you have a platform, just because you have a community around you does not mean that you owe people total open transparency on how you're processing things in your business and your life. Are you feeling empowered to build your own table, to take ownership of your own career growth, your income potential, your wealth goals? It's time to chase after your scariest dreams, time to live out your passion and build a life you love. Let's redefine success for you and build your future your way. The Brand Vibe University, Brand You for short, is your new go-to online business school with a twist. Inside, you'll learn all the step-by-step -step frameworks to starting, growing, and scaling your dream business all around the life that you want to lead. If you want a little taste of what's inside of Brand You, you can head on over to thebrandvibe.com slash welcome and get free access to a mini training that gives you the ins and outs of what it takes to start, grow, and scale your dream business. Plus, you'll also get access to our Boss Bee Toolkit, which has some of our favorite entrepreneurship tools and templates to help you along your journey. Yes, class is officially in session, but this time it's a vibe. Welcome to Brand You. You don't owe anyone anything. You get to share what you want with people. And I know that in this age of like people kind of calling out inauthenticity, they're like, oh, they're not authentic. And so people just show you what they want to see. And I think there's a time and a place for that type of argument. But when you're dealing with trauma, hardship, you know, grief, like that is not the time or place unless you want it to be 
where you owe total open transparency and authenticity to your people. The concept of sharing every avenue of your life in order to be authentic has gone so extreme. It's actually ridiculous. What is meant to mean by showing up authentically versus, you know, trying to put up a facade is just to be who you are. Let your brand value shine through. Let who you are shine through. Let your personality shine through. Let the chaos of your life, like let that shine through. Don't just kind of post your brand photos and not really show a messy office that you could throw in stories or just post yourself in front of like freaking jets holding Louis Vuitton bags and like having all of the riches and fame when like your business is struggling and you're actually broke. Like don't outright lie. Do you know what I mean? Like that's the biggest difference. But when it comes to actually showing your transparent, authentic self in the middle of grief, in the middle of trauma, in the middle of hardship, like, please know this. You don't know your audience anything. And they will still be there for you, if not more, because you're choosing to set boundaries in your business and your personal life. I was very active when I wanted to be very active. And I was really quiet when I needed to be really, really centered and quiet. And that is okay. Like find what that cadence looks like for you. And when you want to show up and share certain things, then you're, you can show up and share certain things. I used to have guilt on the moments where I would pull back and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I haven't showed up. And my goodness, like I haven't posted anything. What are people going to think? What are people going to think? Like, why should I care what people are thinking? Because you know what? They weren't thinking that. They weren't like, why doesn't Nicole care what I think? Like, I am not that serious. Let's be honest. And so it was this like self-imposed pressure that I was putting on myself to have to show up every single day, to have to put everything out there. I put out there what I needed to put out there, what I felt I wanted to put out there in the moment. And I was honest and I was transparent in that. But I was also honest with myself and setting boundaries when I knew that I couldn't get online and talk about it anymore because it would trigger me and I would turn into mush and tears would swell up and I wasn't ready. I knew that that wasn't a time to be transparent online. Like I'm still processing through this. And there were times where like I wasn't a place where it wasn't triggering. It was empowering and I was ready to talk about it. So do the things that you want to do at the pace that you're ready to deal with it. The last thing with regards to your business is please accept help. We are leading these personal brands. We are the own face of our company. We are creating our own content here. And we sometimes feel like we are, you know, solopreneur wearing all of the hats. Even if we do have a team sometimes, when you're going through these moments, you are going to need to accept as much help as possible. Like you are going to have to humble yourself, put your pride aside, not be the superhero. Like this is not the time for you to be superwoman. Like receive the help around you that you want and that you need. That was a moment in my business where I realized I really do have an incredible team around me who is so ready to step up when I'm ready to step out. Like if I just give them the space to be great, they will be great. And when you're in the business and you're in the weeds as a CEO, and I'm talking to those of you who have a team around you, even if it's just a VA, it is still so easy to get caught up in you micromanaging, even just micromanaging the process. You may not be micromanaging them as a person, but you're 
you're micromanaging the process and is this exactly how I would say it and is this exactly how I would edit this and when you are forced to remove yourself for a situation you see what your team can bring to the table and thankfully in my case they were rock stars for me and were able to step in for my clients and keep projects going we had two major launches for clients at the time that we were dealing with while this was all going down and my team was on top of it everything that our clients needed to be able to slay these launches both of these launches took our clients over the million dollar mark in their business as well. So it was these beautiful milestones to celebrate during a season where I was like, well, damn, like I'm not even really doing much right now. Like I'm dealing with all of this over here. And yet all this is happening, like without me having to be in every single detail. And I am so immensely grateful for my team around me being able to do that. It was also a season where I like came into a realization, like I don't really want to just grow a personal brand. And that's a video for another day. But that kind of made me realize like I have to be able to have these moments where I can pull away and pull away I did for a solid two months. And then even after that, it's been kind of easing my way back into it, even now that we're six months later. And really, it has completely shaped the way that I'm going to be thinking about 2023, which is a video for another day as well. But I'm going to be thinking about it in a way that really embraces not just me, but we. And I don't know if without the situation, if I would be looking at it in that same way. And so I really want to challenge you if you're a personal brand and a creator and entrepreneur that is really the face of your business to think about how you can build your business in a way that allows you to step away without having to be the face of it all the time. Ultimately, that happened because I was willing to accept help during a time where I very much desperately needed it. So don't be afraid to delegate where you're able. Don't be afraid to pull back in your business personally, like I didn't personally show up online with any like marketing tips and brand strategies or anything related to that. It was all about the case, all about the case, all about updates, because that's where I needed to be. Like that's where my time and energy was needed at the time. And that was the biggest priority for me. And my business didn't shut down. My business didn't shut down. I, I didn't all of a sudden lose a ton of clients. Like we didn't grow at the rate that I was planning because we had launches of our own that we had to push back because I personally was not ready for that. And so that's another situation. But ultimately your launches, your timeline, your growth, that is on you, right? Like that's on no one else's time, but your own. And so if situations happen in your life that are going to postpone what your initial plans are, are going to require you to put that to the side, that's okay. That's the beauty of running your own business is you get to decide when you're ready to embrace that and when you're ready to pull back in. And it is really powerful and really exciting to make that decision and feel okay in that. And so maybe our goals this year aren't going to be exactly what we wanted them to be. But at the end of the day, like I dealt with a situation that I needed to be present for. And I think if I forced the launches anyway, and I forced my content anyway, that would have felt really inauthentic, right? So give yourself the space to pull back when you need to pull back in your business and just trust the right clients, right? will respect you more for it. Your audience will still be there when you're ready and you'll be that much more energized and that much more focused when you're ready to step back into it. All right, last but not least, the third category I want to talk about is your mental health, your mindset, your kind of spiritual well-being during the situation of trauma or grief or hardship or just things that happened in your life that just came in an unexpected way. Number one, I really want you to own the fact 
fact that you're on your own timeline. You're on your own healing timeline. You don't have to rush the process and you don't have to defer the process. I've seen both sides. I felt both sides. I've had people come up to me experiencing where it's like they feel like they've gone through it and they're ready to come out ahead. And sometimes that's in a faster time than what they quote unquote should be. And they feel guilty over that, right? At the same time, some people take much longer to process it. The amount of times that I told myself I've got to like snap out of it already. I just can't even count. And ultimately, like all of that is BS, right? All of that is BS. Like you are on your own unique time frame and you can't rush the process. So for us, we did seek therapy. We sought out our local pastor, our church group, our friends, our very close family. There were times where I just drive over to my mom's house just just to be there, just to be around someone else. Or like I mentioned, just needed to like get away myself for a few days. Or we had, you know, our pastors come visit and just spend some time with our family and find the people in your life that you can trust the most and lean on them. I definitely had a couple of nights where I was like, I just need to go hang out with my girlfriends and like let loose and relax and de-stress and just not think about any of this and, and have fun you know? And so whatever that looks like for you, just find the way that you want to heal and work through your own haste without feeling the pressure to have to go through that quicker or slower, because really like you're only on your own timeline. You don't owe anyone else any faster or quicker turnaround. Like you need to take the time to kind of process and heal on your own. Number two, don't let this steal your joy. Don't let this steal your joy. It's so hard, right? Because no one's happy in these moments. But if you can grab onto the whole concept of this happened for you, like something is going to come of this, I'm going to hold on to hope. I'm going to hold on to the fact that this wrong is going to be made right. I'm going to hold on to the fact that we've gotten through this. I'm going to look for the silver lining. I'm going to look in gratitude for anything that I possibly can because that is going to allow me to fill my cup and fill my joy bucket and really allow me to look at this situation in a way where in my case, this man does not rob me of any more joy of my life, of my son's life, of my family's life. Like enough was enough. And I think until I really was able to like truly embrace that and be like, I'm not going to let this situation steal my joy. Like you don't deserve that. And I am in general, a happy, optimistic person. It's who I am. But when you're going through these kind of hardships, it can be a point and a period in your life where you kind of look a little different even to yourself. I was really kind of pessimistic on a lot of things and I was kind of very negative and very short instead of more patient, just all these things. And I realized just in all of the steps that I took earlier as I'm processing this, like I'm really letting this situation, this person like steal my joy and he does not deserve any ounce of that. You know, for me, it was really all about like taking it back and that's the last thing I'll leave you with, I want you to take your power back. Once I decided to take back my power, everything changed for me because I knew that I wanted to take what happened in this situation and really use it as a way to empower my voice, my brand, my stance, my relationships around me, who I am as a parent, how I step in for my kids, the voice that I can be for other people who are in this situation, for the community. And the same holds true in my business. You know, I run a marketing and 
branding agency that empowers people to do what they love. How? By using their voice and their story to authentically step into the message that they want to communicate and share with the world. You have a power, you have a talent, you have the resources, the skill set, the expertise to be able to transform people's lives through some way, shape, or form. And whether or not you're tapping into that, you've got it. It's just a matter of you owning that, deciding to own your own narrative and being bold enough and courageous enough to move forward. My husband told me this right before I started filming this video. And he said, you know, it doesn't take confidence. It takes courage because the more that you're courageous in the steps that you're doing and sharing your message and stepping into who you are and stepping into your expertise, the more the confidence will come. And ultimately I realized through this situation, like this is my chance to empower more people to step into that. Like had I not had this expertise and background, this conviction, this platform, this brand, I don't even know that the situation with my son would have even turned out the same. So all this to say, I've chosen to build an entire business that empowers people to use their voice. And yet for a season, I felt like I had to just quiet my own voice because I was so paralyzed in how to then re-show up online. I had taken the time to just be a really loud voice for justice and advocacy. And then it was like instantly it just like, whew kind of overcame me. I was so exhausted and I was like, I got nothing left to give. Like I gave everything to this. I have nothing left. And that's because I had to take a season of being able to process this myself and I had to fill back my own cup. I, I didn't care as much about like, let me tell you the seven launch strategies to help you slay this next launch. Like that wasn't a priority to me. I felt kind of in a season of like feeling paralyzed. How do I record another podcast episode? What should it even be about? How do I show up online again? I tried a couple things and just kept feeling just that out of alignment until I realized, let's just go back to the purpose and the drive of why I started this business to begin with and what my brand is really all about. And so going back to your roots and going back to your vision and going back to the heart of why you started this personal brand and why you started this business, why you're doing the things that you're doing is going to be so critical when you're ready to deal with that, like when you've processed it yourself and you're ready to take back your power. And so now this is part of it, right? This, this episode even in itself is part of me taking back my power and deciding like, I am so done with letting this situation, this man take any other ounce of joy from my life and take away from the things I know I am called to do. At the same time, how I choose to show up is going to look very differently than it ever did before because of this situation. And that's okay. This is part of what I genuinely feel like is working for me from this situation, happening for me as opposed to happening to me. And I'm so freaking ready for this on what is ahead in 2023. Like I'm ready to embrace that this story is a part of who I am now. It's also part of how I show up and lead you as an entrepreneur and as a personal brand. Like it's a big part of how I'm going to show up for my clients and how I get to show up for my family. Ultimately, I'm doing all this for my kids. Like we are walking, talking examples to our children children. Like I'm not going to empower them to chase their dreams if I'm not chasing mine, which is why I started my business three years ago to begin with. But I'm also not going to sit here and tell them that they have to use their voice loudly if I'm not doing the same either. That's authenticity. What I'm preaching to my children, what I'm telling them to do, I need to embrace that. I need to be able to live that out in my life and in my business. And that is what this is all about. That is the season that I'm in. But had I not gone through all of the steps that I just told you prior, I would not be 
able to say that. Had I rushed this process and just forced it to happen, it would not be the same. But now I'm ready, like ready to take that back, ready to step into it because I took the time to heal, because I took the time to step away from my business, because I took the time to delegate and let other people lead for a season, because I accepted help around me, because I used my platform to begin with and my voice, because of all those things, I now get to sit here and take back my joy, take back my power and embrace what's ahead. You guys, my battle, my fight is not over. I have no idea how this is going to end. This man could completely walk away scot-free. Who knows? Like we're in the middle of a trial. So I'm not sitting here preaching to you at the end. Once I know how the story ends, I'm in the middle of my story. I'm in the middle of the chapter. I have no clue. Yet even in that, I am telling you that I feel at peace and how the story ends remains to be seen. Stick around. I will keep you updated as things are going down. But ultimately, I know that I get to live my life right now in a way that I choose to. And if that means I'm pulling back, I'm pulling back. And if it means I'm stepping forth, I'm stepping forth. That is the beauty of freedom and entrepreneurship. That is the beauty of stepping into your own personal brand, sharing your message with the world, being vocal. That is the power of courage, not confidence courage. I'm not confident in the outcome. I don't know what's going to come of it, but I'm going to be courageous today. And I want to empower you to do the same. You've got this. You may not feel that way right now, but trust me, you've got this and all things are going to work out in your favor. I am believing it. If I could be of any help to you in any of this, if there's something that you're dealing with and you want someone to talk to, just come on over, send me a DM. I'm responding to them now. I am now at a point where they no longer trigger me and I'm just here for my people because I have done the healing myself and I'm so ready for what's ahead and I'm so ready to be a part of what might help you along your journey as well. So I am so grateful for you even watching this video listening to this podcast and just being a part of everything that we're doing. Like that is what this is all about. That is what the brand vibe is all about in the products that we have, the services we have, the communities that we're building. We're here to show up for you. And so until we meet again, I am sending you all of the good vibes. Mm -hmm.